0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Sun that I may at some point loudly gush down, and my brother is outside uh, playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare with his friends. So it couldn't be a better time for a podcast.
2: Oh, uh, beautiful! Sounds sounds perfect. What a great <laughs> one to jump back into this with.
1: <laughs> the energy is real and delicious, just like so delicious sugar-free coconut yogurt. <laughs> Buy it today.
2: I I kind of feel like I need some sort of snack.
1: <laughs> and Maybe I'll make that. We'll make that a recurring thing. And, and for you people who I, I hate listening to food, they'll never listen
2: to our podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, this I is this
2: is the snack cast, baby. <laughs> there, there are people that like actually like have a
1: phobia of it. Like, like the fact that I've done this is like a mortal sin to some people. Isn't that? <laughs> I
2: I feel a little bad, but at the same time, I'm just. <laughs> I mean, we can't hear it. You're good on our end.
1: Okay, good. Surely the edit won't catch all of it and make it way
2: louder. (laughs) No one will definitely deliberately edit in food sounds. Just
1: extra gurgling and slushing and spitting and (laughs) just general eating sounds.
2: You know, I bought all the stuff to make nachos and a cheesecake on my day off, but then I ended up getting way too busy on my day off to do either of those.
1: You're actually recording from inside of, like, a mall. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there's like a, like a pizza hut right behind you and like a taco bell but what other restaurants are there <laughs> it's chick-fil-a that, that's so it Chick-fil-A. those are the
2: only two restaurants it's pizza hut and taco bell
1: <laughs> no you're right you're right it's just a combination of pizza Hut and taco bell it's really goddamn these these yeah days. it's real the market i mean
2: <laughs> some them. of them sell like hamburgers and stuff i don't know why but like yeah that's all there is
1: yeah Okay, so I was mentioning before okay. that um, I- I've been playing a bunch of games recently because I've had a bit of time off work. Um, been... um, real, real quick, oh? real quick. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm so excited to get into this with you. Please. But should we just like introduce ourselves and what this is and explain what's going on?
1: F- fuck you. You don't get to demand what I do with my time. I. L- <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I'll go. I'll go with the program. I'll go with the fuck. Okay. Hi, my name is David Baxter. I am the bundle bourgeois. And- hi,
2: my name is Johnny, and I'm the
1: <laughs> G. The G, the the yin to the yang, the.
2: Yeah, if you're the bourgeois, I'm the G. Like, like,
1: like Xi Jinping.
2: I I was just thinking, like, bourgeoisie is the full word, so.
1: Oh. Yeah, see, we need... I'm really, <laughs> this is supposed to be, like, a condensed format where we just talk about what we've been playing, right? So...
2: Yeah, 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 but we should probably explain that, too. Like, this is a condensed format where we're just kind of, like, shooting the shit and talking about what we're playing until we get into the swing of doing the whole bundle again, so...
1: Yeah, and, uh... I <laughs> I... I... Should we do something special? Is there a little jingle, a little a little dance we should do? To I mean, this. Is oh, strong. did you not? Did
2: you not get the copy of the theme song I wrote for this? Oh
1: shit! I didn't get the facts. Was not supposed to have been printed? Oh, okay. I, it. Am uh, I? going to have to do
2: this myself? No, 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 no.
1: We, we, we got this. So this just up. Okay. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. All right. You just. You just. You just. You just I'll. i I'll, I'll lead, and you just kind of sing yeah, along yeah. with me. Okay? okay. Sure. 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 Uh. <clears throat> this. Th- are you ready? Yeah. This is the bundle, bourgeoisie I love you. We can't, do, you love, can't so do love so Love you Love Me Love Me too and There it is. There's the jingle. You got it spot on.
1: <laughs> I knew it.
2: I knew my first try, baby. Good we, we, job, we, good job.
1: We 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 say we we say we get those. In, in the community <laughs> we, <laughs> we take those <laughs> uh, alright
2: alright so but, what were you chatting about I was
1: just saying I was playing Mirrors Edge Callous and it was a really fun game but I probably wouldn't have played it if it wasn't for the game pass I just got a series x and it's my first xbox since I had an xbox 360 and it red ringed and it was like eh, fuck xbox <laughs> for, for a very <laughs> long time <laughs> Uh, you you never
2: fixed your red rings? I no.
1: I am pretty sure it just got fucked, and eventually I was just like, here, take my video games, for Nick, uh my brother, and uh, he he just he took them, sold a couple, kept basically none of them, and <laughs> we're here now where Damn. I have none of my games. Uh, so I'm I'm, at uh, playing, I'm rebuying a lot of them, uh, but also fair, just really enjoying the selection that you get from Game Pass, just like right off the bat, honestly.
2: It's such a good selection, uh, and that's one thing. Um, total credit to the besties for this topic point, talking point. That like we were talking about this the other day in stream, in in Game Pass, and like the future of gamings as like a subscription service and everything. And one of the points that was made uh, was that something that the Game Pass is doing, I feel like that's not like really talked about, is making it it's it can change the way that developers are thinking about games. In the idea of like purchasing a $60 game for a lot of people is like the game they purchase. That's the thing they're doing. That's like their month purchase. And so game developers are incentivized to put as much content and filler in games as they can just so yeah. people have that content so they have the most value out of the $60 they're spending on it. But with games as a service and like Game Pass and things like these it it reduces that need because you have access to more games. You don't need filler. You don't need to be playing one game all month. So developers can focus on like very tight knit things instead of trying to make some grandiose experience that will, you know, drive someone through until their next check they can afford a game.
1: Oh my god, yeah, I totally agree. Like, just there, there's just so many experiences that uh, are available, uh, and I don't say that to be like. Like the the experiences available on Xbox are unmatched there's a lot of, you can buy almost everything on PC. and There is also like a PC Game Pass, but it uses
2: like the Microsoft yeah. Store and
1: I, I don't know it's basically
2: the exact same.
1: Yeah, but then yeah, I don't know if you if you have an opinion on the Microsoft Store and the whole App Store situation. I never really was fond of it. I I always thought that it was a little weird.
2: Um, I mean they've changed it. You know that, right? It's not the Microsoft Store anymore. What what rebrand is it now? Well, it it's it is the the Xbox games app on Windows. Oh yeah, the interface looks almost exactly like an Xbox now. And so like it's so just
1: like you're playing an it, Xbox it, on PC?
2: Basically, that's almost almost what it is. It's just like a simulated Xbox on your PC.
1: Oh. That's kinda neat marketing,
2: <laughs> shout out <laughs> <laughs> well that's the whole idea and that's what they did with the the series x and their push was to like unify the two platforms you could pick up your game on your xbox and then walk over to your computer and start playing it over there and it was just like a seamless transition that you felt like there was no jumps or anything
1: yeah and also to match your point earlier there are a lot of games that i uh would avoid buying when i was younger because like they're just short experiences and it feels like you're not getting your money's worth uh but now that they, like i'm seeing games on game pass that are really short but are really interesting like i just downloaded the gunk i'm really excited to try that looked online it has like a maybe like four six hour play time something like that and that, that game looks yep. like so much fun and like i love the idea of just like spending an evening getting really immersed in a world and then just like being done with that and moving on to the next one i i used to have the uh hollywood uh video like l access pass and i would go there every yeah. weekend and i would like basically exchange one game for a new game and every time i went in and that's how i got introduced to the majority of games growing up so I, I, i've been <laughs> used to not really owning a lot of the games that i've played uh and so that's not really as much of a big deal for me even though i still want to build like my physical media collection but yeah just the, the immediacy of it I value so much it's just like i'm bored i want to play blinks let's play
2: blinks (laughs) exactly there's so much value in it and just being able to like play whatever you want whenever you want really yeah
1: and and that's something that i feel like uh, a lot of people are doing now like nintendo with like their uh nes and snes the n64 uh, online service Uh, which i did actually start playing one game on there i did start playing uh, earthbound beginnings oh okay yeah i'm only very at the very beginning but uh, i'm just playing that idly and i really want to get more into the whole series but anyway regardless uh just the the i really like that that there there are games on there that are kind of mid-tier games it's like maybe seven out of ten games but they are still really fun and, and that's what, what i think yeah here's edge catalyst uh is that like it's it's not a perfect game it's this open world that's like kind of clunky and uh the par- parkour is really fun but it, you also fall to your death a million times and the loading takes forever and there are these stupid clip quips on the fucking loading screen <laughs>
2: that just make me want to tear my brain out uh <laughs> exactly and like that's so much of what i've enjoyed about doing the the bundle bourgeoisie podcast and and subscribing to the humble bundle and like committing to playing games from it is that idea of that like there are so many games that that they're you know not necessarily great games they're one-offs that i probably never even would have heard of or played or put the money or time into but because i had it and it was there and it was something that like i you know had to do for the podcast it was something I picked up and played for fun that, like, you know, has honestly changed a lot about the way I think about gaming and everything. Absolutely. Uh, And
1: it just gives me so many new things to just complain about. Like, I'm so excited. The variety of things I have now to just really sink my teeth into. Don't get me started on
2: how I could, how (laughs) I could complain about Mirror's Edge for fucking days.
1: (laughs) I, have you played that game?
2: It's so bad. It, it is, it's, People love it because it's like the first parkour, like run around, well, climb I, shit game that like ever came out to that level. I actually like but the it's first. bad.
1: I'm the, I'm a defender of the first Mirror's Edge game, and I have it downloaded, and I'm planning on playing it again to see if I still have my nostalgia goggles on. But I <laughs> I swear, like the first game was like a tighter experience. It was just more fun to play. The open world it doesn't feel like an open world, and uh, it's just like segmented in weird ways that makes it kind of difficult to navigate there aren't like a lot of uh like navigational tools that you have that you can yeah. like, use landmarks and stuff to figure out where the fuck you're going I have to constantly reference the map which isn't like the best map in the world I have to like constantly like, zoom in and be like
2: let's go inside I guess
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, here's the thing about Mirror's Edge the, yeah. the like the the short of my take on it is Please. first and foremost uh, it's 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 motion sickness city. It is it is not oh, yeah. a good game if you have any issues with any sort of motion sickness or like <laughs> clunky controls and camera movement Th- the camera movement is like ripped straight out of the fucking 90s it's so bad and floaty <laughs> and like i will say you-, you accidentally bump your thumbstick and you're jumping off <laughs> 75 degrees from the opposite direction that you wanted to jump like if there was a third person <laughs> mode i feel
1: like it would make the game a lot better uh even though i know that the first person mode is like supposed to be like a part of the appeal and is- there is something fun about it but Definitely by the end, I was getting a little nauseous uh, just from the amount of like forward front <gasps> rolls you have to do uh, every time you fucking land, uh, which is a real thing in parkour. Why did you get it?
2: Uh, Sorry, I'm looking at the game pass while we're talking, and I just saw Boyfriend Dungeon is on the game pass. Oh,
1: oh, that's the one where you have swords that are boyfriend. Yeah, that's the sword one. I want that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, alright, I'm fucking subscribing. Dude, okay, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> you gave <laughs> me a dollar
2: for my first month. I mean, come on.
1: That's true. It was only a dollar, and I played a lot of games in that time. Uh, do you want to hear <laughs> a couple of the other games besides Mirror's Edge that I also played?
2: Um. Oh, wait, one more quick thing. Sorry, I got distracted. Oh, I, I still wanted to shit on Mirror's Edge.
1: No, 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 okay, no, no. Okay, cut cut, cut that out. Cut, cut fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Roll the tapes.
2: <laughs> Roll back for us. Uh... Jack, Jack okay, so... roll the tapes, M- roll it. Motion sickness city, first of all. Yes, like, okay. So bad, so bad for, for motion sure. sickness. For it, for it, sure. it, no accessibility options to help with that at all either. Uh, second, it just like, it is. it is the part of platforming that is like the most devastatingly shitty part of platforming that's just thrown into an entire game mm-hmm. in those like micro precise movements where they have just the farthest amount of an edge that you can jump. And if you jump a second too soon or a second too late, you miss that jump. That like, is true. I feel real is, bad. That is what it's so bad. It is that whole it's that idea completely encapsulated and thrown into a game and it just like but it it's so rough. As a person who loves doing like like dumbass white boy parkour in the
1: park like parking lots and like uh, playgrounds and terrorizing children, uh you know, like I, I really it's, I love the fantasy of the parkour ninja like on top of rooftops and this whole aesthetic is like pretty cool like I, I vibe with it uh, I just wish that like in, in the first game there was like this hinting of like a rebellion and you kind of get a, a hint of it more when you play this game uh there's like, mm-hmm. this whole like rebellion uh, and they're like just so violent they're just like let's blow it up I'm gonna kill them why don't we let you kill them but also they're like spouting like like semi like like, like, like what a conservative would think Marxist rhetoric is. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, because in and the end, feels... that's what the game is. And it, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's an EA product that is like a corporate game trying to make itself out to be like an edgy alternative, like, fucking... And it doesn't and... R- work
2: for me with the storytelling, at the very least. Um, Not just that, one. but from day one, the game has always been... A plot in service of the gameplay rather than gameplay in service of the plot. Like it, it, it's very clear that they were like, "Oh shit, let's make this cool city game where you can run around and do parkour." And then everyone was like, "Well, what the fuck do we do with this? Like, but, what? I don't, I don't. We we have this cool thing, and I don't know. Like, we can't just sell people run around the city. We have to do something." And so they were like, "Well, <laughs> anarchists run around the city. That's so we'll oh, just make this oh. game about the rebellion and the anarchy." And
1: yeah, you fucking deliver. And packages those little and
2: street shit. thugs that are climbing on things.
1: You deliver packages and shit for side missions and like I-, I remember some of them just made me want to like tear my fucking hair out because it's like <laughs> hey i need you to deliver this flower over to somebody over there or like this cooking ingredient or whatever the fuck and it's like uh if you weren't there within 42 seconds then i'm sorry but you fucking failed and i'm not gonna give you payment <laughs> yeah. for your work and it's like i'm two oh, but inches you- away give me the i'm i'm here i'm here and-
2: And just to be very clear, we designed this level so the quickest it could be done is in 43.5 seconds.
1: Exactly. Like, it's devilishly done, so you have to actually do, like, a... You have to find some dumb shortcut that shaves, like, 0.5 seconds off the run in order to, like, finally, like, just with, like, all perfect conditions met, fucking get your ass through the objective. So I, I basically avoided all of those. Those weren't very fun to me uh
2: yeah yeah i mean honestly this whole game could be like avoided and just just if you're gonna play it just fucking load into the city and run around that's what the game's about like fucking i
1: don't know that's the thing is that i've always liked it being like a single player story where you're like it's like a campaign where there's like a set place to run it it feels more like an obstacle course uh rather than this sort of uh weird ass jungle gym that you can only use with like contextual button prompts and uh like, I appreciate it for what it's trying to do, and especially for one thing that I kind of criticized the first game for, which was that uh, it fell back on gun combat a lot in, like, the later stages of yeah. the game. and something that I see a lot of people actually complain about Catalyst for is the combat, which I will admit is very floppy and dumb and you basically just kind of smack one guy gently into another guy and they both fall over and it feels like (laughs) you're you're playing with little cute rag dolls uh but i like that you don't get guns i I like that you're using the parkour as a combat because like basically the more parkour you do you get like a little shield and it also like if you use your momentum from a parkour move into an attack it does like way more damage so there's incentive to use the parkour in the combat, which I actually think is really cool. And, like, there's the makings of a really cool game here. It's just not there.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and that's that's what I've always felt about Mirror's Edge. Is it's just, like, it, it's an underdeveloped idea that just needs, <laughs> like, it, it needs a team to actually make it something.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you fucking what game really made me feel some. Hmm. Uh, have you ever played Tunic? Tunic, I don't believe I have. Uh, Tunic is a game on the Game Pass, heavily inspired by The Legend of Zelda. Uh, and basically, you play as a little fox dude with a sword, or, or you start out just with like a stick, and you got to run around and you got to figure out what's going on. But the main hook mm-hmm. uh, is that, and like the, I, I don't know if you've seen the besties in the podcast, but they, they talked about it too. The main hook is that there's like this instruction manual uh, that you have to find the pages of throughout the game and it's written in the language that you can't understand there are clues to how to decipher the language like at the very end of the game uh but until then you don't know anything that's being said besides like a couple specific words that are written in english it's just like a japanese manual where it has a couple words occasionally written in english and you have to yeah until you like can pick out everything yeah uh and it's it's genius it's it, it it has some moments that like are just so so smart uh and some of the late game puzzles utilize like little notes scribbled into the side of the uh instruction manual that indicate things that you have to do out in the real world and it just gives like an air of mystery and adventure uh oh i love that would not be present if they had just chosen to like make it uh, i don't know like a thing that you could just read off the bat It it just feels, yeah, and like every all the NPCs also like you can't hear them. They, uh, they they say like maybe one word that's intelligible,
2: and that's it. And you just have to go (laughs) off of that. (laughs) I love that idea of just like throwing you into this world where you know nothing about it, and you just have to kind of figure it out. It's so immersive, dude. And what the the thing that
1: always amazes me is how many things that you could do straight off the bat that you had no idea it's just like you get the instruction yeah. manual and you're like wait a minute i could do that and then you do it and you're like whoa huh
2: that was a feature that's so cool like because <laughs> you don't even like get any power-ups a lot of the time it's just yeah like, because then you don't are... even realize like there, there's no instructions that you could do it to begin
1: yeah. with there are upgrades i will say that you do get that are pretty fun you get like a little grapple hook uh that you can also use to like yank enemies toward you uh you know it's typical yeah. kind of zelda items like that uh, you yeah. can also assign them like any slot that you want uh so there's like one puzzle that requires you to have like three different items in each slot uh in order to like get a special thing uh i won't spoil but yeah i'd highly recommend that <laughs> to anyone that has nostalgia for uh that kind of a game or just sound, it sounds interested in that sort of a uh, an exploration game fueled yeah by honestly your curiosity. that sounds
2: really dope what was the name
1: of it again oh tunic uh and if you want to go really deep there is a puzzle in the very late game that like <laughs> directs to a website that then has an, uh, an audio file that people did a spectrogram oh, analysis fuck. for that had like more text that like it feels like there's
2: more and more puzzles the i feel like this is the kind of game go. i'm gonna get way too into
1: yeah no straight up i actually almost 100 percented it uh there's only a couple achievements that i don't have now Um, I did watch a guide for some of them because some of the puzzles are so stupid, especially the late game puzzles (laughs) in order to get like the the special little things. I mean, like you have to do some really bullshit, like fucking put the manual away for 24 hours and fucking stuff it up your Uh, I I mean, (laughs) I played
2: Secret World. I've got a pretty good idea on some bullshit puzzles
1: yeah i I love stuff like
2: that though it feels so immersive to me, it yeah, it's like I'm a kid again. It's like
1: oh, what there's secrets everywhere the more that I look, the more what if I did this? what if I did that? I don't know
2: I, love I especially like love games that like send you outside of the game to try to find things yeah, I love that too uh
1: our games that inter- interface with like the the actual like uh the world that you're living in somehow like there there's one game on the d s that did that in a really fun way where yeah uh, you had to like stamp the actual case of the d s in order to put a stamp on like a note uh so good it's, it's, it's fun, it's fun stuff it makes you like oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh what, what what other games have you been playing? i are talking about a lot of games.
2: oh it's it's all good uh I haven't been playing a ton. I've been playing this week uh a lot of shotgun king
1: what's that? I've not heard of that.
2: Uh, this is a game I heard from the besties again, uh, cause I, I've been, I've been on a besties binge lately, which yeah, is a fucking primo podcast. I, I can't believe I don't listen to that more, but shotgun King is a game. It is a roguelike, uh, turn-based, I guess you could call it because in, in a sense the game is turn-based, uh, shooter kind of where you play as the lone black King on a chessboard against the white army. Ooh. And so every turn, you can either move one space as the king does, or you can shoot your shotgun. <laughs> okay. so And so you start, you start, you're the only piece on your side, and you start hopping around. The other pieces are moving in their formations, you know, bishop's diagonal, rook's straight down, queen's any space, pawn's one space ahead. Uh, and so you're navigating, trying to avoid putting yourself in check or getting checkmated, while also killing all the 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 opposing king so every piece has a different amount of health like pawns have three health i think it is rooks have like four or five and your shotgun does a set amount of damage has a certain range and everything with a certain amount of spread so you you try to clear your way to the king and kill him before you get checkmated and die God, i love that it's so (laughs) good and there's like I mean, it's a roguelite, so every upgrade either gives you some sort of, you know, it gives you some sort of advantage and the other team some sort of advantage. So it's like you get an upgrade that can let you scope your shotgun to shoot like in a single file line as far as you can, uh, which does like all the damage to one thing instead of spreading. But also it gets rid of two pawns and gives them two extra rooks.
1: I think I'm a sucker for games that take an existing game and then like do something crazy with it. Uh, that I actually, like, Same. when I was a, a student in high school, I had an assignment where I had to make a board game, and the board game that I made was essentially uh, chess, but you, in order to resolve battles, uh, you do a Pictionary battle real quick.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. So, fun fact. Two things, actually, on this kind of a conversation of chess. I won a hackathon most innovative project in this idea that we did uh that we did a like toys to life game right so you move the piece and it like can you know does the whole fucking skylanders Ooh. plays a video game thing uh and the concept the proof of concept that we built was based off of chess in that when you take a piece instead of just taking the piece it pulled up a like uh an action game that you had to then fight so it was like uh you, you move your piece you move your knight to take the pawn and that in the game that spawns a knight in a pawn where you actually fight to see who resolves the battle.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> it comes like <laughs> like like uh it sort of reminds me of um Soul Calibur Three had this mode where uh it was like an RTS where you had to like resolve battles and like take towers and shit the battles were like actual fighting game battles like zoomed in yeah exactly individual perspective exactly you to like, like that actually participate i love i love that that's actually <laughs> the reason why soul caliber 3 is my favorite of all the soul calibers
2: fuck yeah that's so good i'm also what, I, what i've been spending a lot of my time doing right now in the sense of design and shit yeah. is i've been working on developing a chess offshoot like game Ooh. and it is it is chess but instead of having any piece like instead of having the set piece every piece is just like a blank piece and you have a deck of cards. So it's like a deck building draft game and the cards oh, display no. the movement. So you can move any spe- any piece, whatever movement card you play.
1: Are you really introducing RNG to chess, you asshole? <laughs> yeah, baby. The, the most like... <laughs> without rng game that exists (laughs) you're introducing rng you dick
2: yes you dick (laughs) because who doesn't want a deck building chess game baby yeah you gotta is that the only way you can win fucking randomness. (laughs) (laughs) it's so good it's so good i'm i'm playing with all kinds of different movement too that's like not in traditional chess like wrapping around the board and like fucking pushing and pulling and stuff
1: I do love that. You know the very first thing that I ever designed for myself uh while we're on this topic uh was mm-hmm. like uh in middle school I would get graphing paper and I would make very elaborate mazes uh oh, hell that yeah. had like power ups and shit where you had to like use them like you can break one wall uh, that's like crumbly but you have to use like the right one otherwise like you'll fuck it up. <laughs> it I love that. Use, you know stuff, stuff like that. And I I yeah, I love I love games I
2: have same (laughs) one of the first games I ever designed to like mostly completion but never released was exactly this idea of a variant on thing and I made a four player party version of Pong dude fuck yeah so it was one player controlled a paddle on each side of the screen and there were like power ups and shit you could get as the ball was bouncing around between everyone and it was just like whoever touched the ball last if it scored you got a point (laughs)
1: hell yeah dude dude, you know this is a little off topic but going back to the game pass I have been playing another classic game that was just added to game pass
2: uh, pac-man battle toads oh what (laughs) I said battle toads I considered it (laughs) I used to to (laughs) play that game
1: I I, I got stuck on that level just like every other fucking game (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I've been playing uh, original Pac-Man games, and I've discovered hell yeah. uh, a couple of things. Uh, I, mainly that Pac-Man isn't, like, my favorite game. It's like, I'll play it once or twice, and I'll be like, alright, that was Pac-Man. What else can I do? Yeah, it's, it's not great <laughs> outside of an arcade setting. The second is that Pac-In-Time is one of the worst games ever to be made in existence in all of Mankind. <laughs> I think it is so bad. It's just, it's the front that they make you play it twice in order to lock one of the arcade machines in the game. Like, it is so, the, the physics are, like, just so awful. Which one like, was that? It was the one where it was a 2D platformer, uh, Pack in Time, and uh, on, like, the SNES. Uh, you, you got, like, multiple different weapons, like a mallet, and you have, like, a thing you could shoot. But, like, th- the physics of him is, like, a marble that has, like,. Like, like, he's drunk and has leprosy oh, or something. Oh, I'm
2: looking at this right now. Like, I've never played this, and it looks bad. This he, does not look like a good game. This looks just, like a shitty Sonic knockoff.
1: Yeah! Like, I tried, there was a door at the top of a hill, and I was just, like, fuming, just trying to get him to the top of the hill without fucking jumping off like an idiot. Because you press him, like, you press him left or right once, like, just a little bit, and he catapults off to the right or left. And it's just impossible to, like, jump in, like, a pattern that is predictable. It's, I hate it. I gotta
2: say, though, this character design, if anything, it gave us this beautiful, chonky Pac-Man. Like, chunky. look at how fucking dumb he looks. He's See, they... so
1: round. <laughs> they explain that by going, "Oh, he got zapped back in time, and also that means he's a little younger." But actually, they just didn't want to animate anything besides a giant ball with fucking legs. He looks,
2: he looks like a fucking baby.
1: <laughs> he looks, he looks like 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 one of those cabbage patch kids, but their head was just blown up to the size of like a, a beach ball uh And just dumped around and
2: patted around like Kirby it's, at a basketball it's game. It's fucking bad, but beautiful. Yeah, it's you know it's, that reminds me of a fucking game I used to play, uh, Pac-Man World. Pac Man World.
1: Pack? Yeah. Well, there's actually some yes. decent games on there. Like there's Pack Pack and Roll, which like that one is kind of fun, even though the physics are a little bit whack in that one too. Where you just like rolling a pack ball around, <laughs> and it has the same sort of graphics yeah. as Pack
2: I was obsessed with Pack as a kid. It was such a fun game. Yeah, God, I, I. And
1: speaking of, I mentioned Blinks Time Sweeper. That's another older game that's on the Game Pass. I've been,
2: uh, I played a little <sighs> bit. It gets really hard later on, so I've kind of <laughs> petered such a, a good bit. game, though. But I I fucking played that one when it came out, and it it like the mechanics of that game are burnt into my brain because of how well it was done it's so creative and fun uh although i will admit it is really tedious especially in the first
1: game when you have to like collect three of the fucking stars or whatever in order to get the power up and then you only get to keep three at once you can't keep more than that and, and then the other thing that like confused me at first was that uh it, it was like an early xbox game and they're still figuring out movement so it has like flight controls where like down is up and left yeah is right,
2: and it's just it's whack as shit it took me so long you used to but like it was it was in this era of like early xbox games that were doing like weirdly innovative things that other games weren't at the time should, and like the, the main it, mechanic to be to, like <laughs> huh should we mention the main mechanic
1: <laughs> yes absolutely yeah, so you basically have the ability to, like, pause time, rewind time, fast-forward time. Uh, you're, you're basically the guy from Click, uh, but in order to activate your abilities, you got to collect a bunch of collectibles throughout the level and hidden in enemies, and killing enemies allows you to progress and end the level. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very simple, uh, very easy to get into, uh, but the more you play, uh, the harder it gets. And by the later levels, uh, it helps to just grind out some of the earlier levels to get like currency, and then just buy better upgrades. It makes the la- latter part easier.
2: Well, because the game was doing shit. Like I, I mean, it's very familiar in the sense of if you ever played like Prince of Persia: Sands of Time and like the re-me- rewind mechanic on that and everything. Mm-hmm. but, like, it was doing that to a much more advanced degree of, like, you would jump off something and then have to pause shit midair so that you could, like, land on a thing that was crumbling so you could fall on that crumbling thing to rewind time to where it was, like, halfway up so you could jump onto another ledge.
1: Yeah, it's got some cool stuff. Or, or like, like there's, like, a falling sand pit, and so you use the rewind thing and then you jump off the, the falling sand pit and it brings you up and carries you back up. And it's like, oh, that's yeah. so cool.
2: it's it's really cool the way they like implement the mechanics because it was like it was built on that era of like vhs tapes and so it was like playing with the controls of a vhs tape as the main mechanics of a game
1: yeah yeah and and that game was super cool i actually did play another game with some time stuff but it wasn't a game that i was expecting to have time shenanigans with Hmm. uh have you ever played the titanfall 2 campaign
2: oh my god no i i mean i kind of did but like titanfall 2 came out after my big stint with titanfall and so i was kind of already Mm. out of it by then so i I played so much titanfall i was so into that game i i never played it once in my life
1: uh and so playing it today or like, like recently has been very fascinating the single player the first game didn't have a single player the second game has a really interesting single player where you're hanging out with this uh, robot uh, who, I'm not going to spoil like how you get to know him or anything, but you're basically stranded on an alien world. you got to survive for a while until you get reconnected with a bunch of other people. It, it, it's a fun story, uh, but there's one level in particular that just blew my fucking lid off, and other people have talked about it, I'm sure, to death. But you get, uh, and this is mild spoilers for Titanfall 2, uh you you get a device that allows you to teleport back into time uh oh fuck yeah and so you can like shoot somebody and and then like teleport into the future and their body is like they decayed and it's That's like good it's so choice i love it and, and like they don't overdo it because it's just like this one level uh but you you use like it to like wipe out an entire room of enemies like just teleporting behind them like like into the past a bunch of dudes, shoot them all, into the future, uh, run behind them, into the past, shoot them all again. Uh, it's just like, it's fun and kinetic and it doesn't get old, because uh, it's only like a six hour long campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just it breezes along at a great pace, and the parkour in that game is fun, even though it's a little unrealistic. Uh, I, I I had a great time with that game. I, I would highly, it's, highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Player. I couldn't get the multiplayer to work, actually. I, it's because it's dead it, as fuck. <laughs> when, I don't know. It seems like there's like a bunch of people that want to play because like, there's like a bunch of people looking for group on there's Xbox. There's no, there's
2: no fucking way. There's no fucking way. <laughs>
1: there was like a hundred plus people looking for group on Xbox, but the thing is, is that like when you try to play, it's like connecting the server connection fail, connecting the server connection fail, and it just is like yeah, I don't that, that doesn't out, surprise me. I don't want to figure out what kind of nasty voodoo business I got to get into to make this shit work. I'm not gonna do it. I, I, I just... could
2: be wrong, but I believe Titanfall used dedicated servers, so it wouldn't surprise me if their servers are, like, d- dead in zero capacity, basically. Yeah, they're just, like, they're dedicated exclusively to Apex, and, like, the tiny,
1: like, fragment off on the yeah. side. Like, they just had, like, a personal computer running all of the fucking
2: uh, servers for <laughs> Titanfall too. <laughs> the Titanfall is one of those games that I got, like... I played the multiplayer so much I got because once you figured out the movement and you got good at it it was one of those games where the skill ceiling was so high that getting introduced to the game later you just got fucking ran over oh, it, you yeah. know it, it it wasn't like it It was worse than like those guys that get nukes in Call of Duty it was like <laughs> I was getting 60 plus kills in a game and the other team had like three
1: I mean, yeah, that's the thing is that you can really dominate with the Titans, from what I understand,
2: uh, from the couple of games that I, I did oh, play I didn't and even I didn't even get it. in my Titans. You just, just you just dominated without it. It's <laughs> because you don't need it, like it because the movement is so fast and like so well done that like if you are good at the fucking movement then people just, like, bad people can't shoot you because you're jumping off walls and you're, like, climbing through windows and, like, ducking down and, like, sliding on everything. You know, it's it's the mm-hmm. idea of, like, Call of Duty you get really good at by learning the maps and positioning so you can, like, pre-fire around corners and shit. In Titanfall, it wasn't like that at all. You didn't need to know the maps for shit. It was just, like, sprint so fast that no one can see you and just pull the trigger as quick as you can.
1: Yo, I totally feel you. There's a lot of games... are there any games that are like that that you play
2: um fuck uh you know it reminds me a lot of like sunset overdrive oh i actually have been wanting to play that one
1: tell me about that
2: oh you should absolutely it's one of my favorite games it is the reason i bought an xbox one and like a hundred percent worth it it's, it's the movement and everything in that game. It's it's a little silly and everything because uh, I believe it was rare that made that right. Wow, I think so. It it was some developer that was
1: pretty prolific. Uh, I I just remember seeing videos of it and thinking like, if I got an
2: Xbox... Insomniac. Seven, why? Oh yeah, Insomniac. it was Insomniac. Yeah,
1: same people that made uh, uh, what like Ratchet and Clank and stuff. Ratchet like and that?
2: Clank. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just it's. It's a phenomenal game in the sense that like it's it's a little silly. The the humor's great. It's a little, you know, cliche and, and tired in some points, but it's fun. It's it's very uh you, you know, making fun of the sort of corporatocracy of things and and poking fun at that and like lack of regulation and, and the, the downfalls of shit from that kind of thing. But like the gameplay and movement of it is it's great because it plays like the best way I can always describe it is, it plays like a rail shooter in 3D. Oh,
1: hell yeah! You can, because you, you have, have you you can jump on all those different like platforms, and it's like Sonic the Hedgehog, where you can like grind along the rails and. Uh, yes, I, I love that shit. It looks like Jet Set Radio yes, almost, so, but you're also like killing a million things.
2: Exactly, like you have a ton of like freedom of movement. And But you find a lot of times you, you will just, like, because the way the game rewards you is that, like, uh, you build up speed and momentum by continuing to move and doing things. So if you stop, then you lose it all and come to, like, a grinding halt and have to build it back up. Mm -hmm. So you find yourself, instead of just, like, walking around, you will constantly, like, be jumping on things, be grinding, jump off a rail onto a telephone pole to, like, loop around. So, like, your character is always moving, like, always sliding on things, always in motion in that sense of, like, a rail shooter where, like, you are just constantly moving forward and you have to find the things to kill. So that's what so much of the game is, is, like finding your pathways to like jump off a thing to swing around another thing to turn yourself back around so you can line up your shot again but not lose your momentum because if you stop you're dead
1: yeah i love that i, I love games that are like I- games with really good movement i i naturally gravitate to especially momentum-based movement i don't know Yeah, something about that i dig
2: but it also still has the fun and charm of an insomniac game where like you get all kinds of fucking weird and wild weapons that you get to use. So, like, I, I, God, I can't remember some of them off the top of my head. I have to look them up. Hold on, because uh, because some of them were just like so priceless. I'll uh,
1: just check off the games that I have talked about. So fucking mention.
2: I do have a lot. There's a lot of games that I've played recently. Uh, yeah, so it, it it feels like a weird combination of, like, Dead Rising and Insomniac weapons. So you get, like, the tea and teddy, which is you just fucking shoot, like, exploding teddy bears at people. Or, like, the freeze bomb, so you can, like, freeze everyone and do, like, dive attacks to, to shatter it all. Or So there's, like, a weird, like, a lot of combination with, like, the weapon types and movement and stuff, too. That, like, it's, it's so much fun. It's so great. It's funny that you bring up Dead Rising. Because... <laughs> uh
1: i've actually been playing those games i got uh, oh, every fuck. single. i got every single one on xbox because I, I don't know why but something about that franchise has always been i mean it, it was originally like an xbox almost release title practically at least it was planned to be. i'm pretty sure
2: uh, uh yeah i mean i think it came out two years a, after the a, xbox release, a
1: little after the xbox yeah yeah I, they ran into some issues i think but i just remember it, like seeing it and being like this is one of the only games I've seen that could only happen on this console. Like, yeah. there's just so many dudes around. Because I, I played through the original, I actually got through the whole thing, and that game is brutal. It is, it is. It's, a non-stop it's So assault. rough. It is so hard. The final boss, yeah. where you just have to like ninja kick him on top of a tank forever. It's the stupidest Yo. boss fight in the world. I hate well, it.
2: Well, Fable three. I have not played
1: that yet, and it's actually on my list, and I will be playing it soon. Uh, oh, David! I,
2: oh, David! I'll, oh. I'll play it on stream
1: if you want me to. If you really that, I'm afraid. not going to
2: spoil the boss fight for you. I'm not going to do it, but oh, be ready, be oh, ready to I'm just excited. like.
1: I'm, I'm going to start you're, from the first you're...
2: Fable game, though. I'm starting from Fable One. Okay, it is. It is. I'll play with you absolutely. I love Fable franchise is like one of my favorite franchises. Are, are I will hundred percent games... play that with you. Are those co op? Yeah, do do co op. Yeah, they're co op, baby. Uh, I work? don't know if Fable 1 was. I know 2 was for sure. I'm pretty sure Fable 1 was co op too.
1: Like, like, how does it. Does just uh, somebody else pop in and they're like a mirror guy who's just the exact same as you?
2: Um, no. They're like their own little character. Oh. That's interesting. Uh, why have I never done that? Maybe because I didn't I don't have know. friends. I didn't have friends. <laughs> that's the answer. I don't, I don't have friends. Um, let me double check that the first one was co op. I, I don't know for sure. I'm pretty. I'm like hmm. 100% sure the second one was. Uh,. I know that the uh, Dead Rising Fable games Fable 2 are and co-op. 3 is when they added it. Fable 2 and 3 is when they added co-op. Fable 1 was not. I That's cool. And I've never played that game co-op. I would really love to play that with you sometime very soon. Hundred, I, actually, I will
1: absolutely. I have an extreme fondness for Fable, actually. Uh, I Fable 2 was the first game that I ever had that uh, I bought a strategy guide for. Uh, oh. Yeah. And so I actually recently just bought the strategy guide for it again, along with the first <laughs> games and the third games. So I have them all with, like, a cute little collection now. Uh Aww, that's gonna, so awesome. I'm going to read along as I play so I make sure I make all the good decisions. I don't make any immoral Yay. decisions. I want to be a good boy. <laughs> and then I'll be a horrible
2: person, the worst possible, in the other playthrough because I know exactly how. I love Fable. There's something about the charm of that game that just no other game has even seeked to capture, like... It's it's, it's so self aware, but in like a very genuine and well written way.
1: It feels like it shouldn't be as exciting as it is because it's a pretty generic s- fantasy story, whatever. But something about being in that world and just running around, even though it really doesn't live up to any 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 of the promises that he set out <laughs> originally to to deliver, it it does have a certain effect where like you know. maybe you can be super evil and slaughter the whole village i don't know it's just cool there's cool little things you can do in those games yeah i
2: mean like honestly i think what it just comes down to is like it's just a well-designed game like it 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 flows very well like the story is you know it's not like the greatest story in the world it's underwhelming in a lot of places but it never feels underwhelming because of the way they present it and everything and, like, there's just so much charm sprinkled into it that y- you forgive a lot of the fuck-ups of it. Because, like, y- you know, like, I-, I-, I just love the way they, like, they play with the mechanics and the game as, like, as a as a whole, you know? You... You, you go through the whole game thinking like, oh yeah, I'm managing my weight, and like, I want to be this slim fit character, mm-hmm. and then you walk up to a door that's like, go eat a bunch of fucking chickens until you're a fat fucking slob, and then I'll give you my super secret weapon, you fucking <laughs> piece of shit. I love, that's and actually it's like oh uh, yeah I buy the, let's go <laughs> that's the reason why i buy the strategy
1: guides because it's like i love reading about like the different doors about like all those specific things you have to do to open them like there's one in the second <laughs> game that you have to get married in order to get into and then it has like a yep. really awesome hammer that is like one of my favorite weapons in the whole game uh like i, I don't know that's so cute i i love stuff it's like it's so that. great
2: and, like, all the weapons are, like, unique and rewarding, so it, like, it feels like you're doing this shit and, like, getting really well... Like, all I did was eat a thousand chickens and now I've got this fucking gun that just, like, explodes things?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. It, I, I, yeah, it's true. There's, like, a lot of loot that you get. There's, like, a lot of cosmetic items that you can make to, like, deck out your character. And then you, there is mm-hmm. also the eternal fantasy of just being able to walk up to a place roll up with your fucking fat wallet and be like, I'm buying this. I'm going to be your realtor now. And you just, like, you just buy and sell every fucking plot of land in the entire uh, aisle. I mean, you can do that in, I believe, all of the games as a way to make passive income. The games yeah. are, are weirdly... I don't, know, I don't know that I want to say fascist but they definitely lean towards you being the one hero to solve all problems and you should never be
2: questioned whatsoever despite your immoral but, deeds. and that's what I love about the game though, is the game calls attention to that, like it's very well aware of it, like I hope it, so. it, it pokes fun of that, I, I don't know that constantly I feel like the people working on the game were pretty well
1: aware but I'm not sure Peter was, I, I don't know that Peter was on <laughs> the same page, Peter Molyneux you. Uh, <laughs> The guy who made the game.
2: uh but uh, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, that's just he—he he likes to promise a lot, but he doesn't always quite get there.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely for sure. The game was like it—big it, ideas, definitely that didn't didn't quite pan out. But like, I—I I think you can tell that, and I think that's what makes it so charming is that like, they—they they crammed a bunch of shit into this game, but they still found ways to make all of that shit useful in some way and rewarding and feel engaging like there are so many mechanics in the game that like shouldn't even be there they make no fucking sense like why can i get married in this stupid little game but they still encourage you and reward you for playing with those mechanics like every every single thing in that game you use in some way that's tangible i was reading the fable manual and one thing that just made me gawk and just, like, how funny
1: and interesting of a designed decision it was. You start out as a young boy in Fable, the first one, mm-hmm. and you become uh, an old man by the end. And the way that they do that is that every experience point you gain ages you by a couple of, like, years, essentially, like, like minutely. Uh, yep. And it just, like like, the more experience you get, the more old you look to a certain cap. And I just thought that was, like, such a fascinating way of doing it. It's like, the more things you kill, the older you get. <laughs>
2: exactly. And, like, and, and they still reward It's not, like, a pointless mechanic. It's not just, like, oh, your character gets old for no reason. It's, like, oh, now that your character is old and weathered, you can get into this secret area. Or, like, you can have new dialogue that, like, opens up new things. And... it's just really interesting the way that it's just like it's all this bullshit that just kind of got thrown into this game and then they still found ways to make it useful
1: i will say i do plan on playing all three of those games i don't want to exhaust all of our conversation on that quite oh yeah absolutely are there any other games that you've played
2: (laughs) um i started rogue legacy 2 oh tell me about that i've only played like one run i've only played like one run. yeah yeah um, it it's good so far. It's Rogue Legacy. It's it's what you'd expect from it. Like, it it feels a little tighter and like better. Uh, there, there's more management and stuff you can do. Like, I I'm enjoying it so far.
1: Yeah, I really love the first need- Rogue Legacy. Uh, it does have that element where you just are incrementally growing more more and more powerful. So all that you have to do then to is just keep bashing your head against the wall until you eventually win. Yep. Uh, but that being said i do like bashing my head against that wall it's a very nice wall it's very it's it's it respects me yeah it's 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 re- a
2: solid rogue. Like it's got a really yeah. tight loop it's a lot of fun to play with friends like that's the best part about it honestly
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, uh i've also been playing a bit of elden ring uh i'm, I'm trying to go oh, yeah. back into and get back into that one
1: yeah yeah i've uh i've dabbled in the elden ring uh <laughs> I honestly kind of... I bought an Xbox to play Elden Ring because I was playing it on, like, an Xbox One and I couldn't handle the performance. I was like, this is not good. Because I was playing it on my PC and it was at least better, but it still wasn't, like, where where I want it to be. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then I... I finally uh, just caved and bought one, and it's so nice, but then I immediately just dived headfirst
2: into Game Pass, and I haven't really played that much <laughs> of it <that> since. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have not played very much of it at all, but, like, it's a fantastic game. It's a lot of fun. It's real same. tight. Real... Yeah, it's it Souls, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it's a great game. Uh, I would love to play some of well.
2: I would absolutely. I need to get it on the PC, because uh, I currently have it for the PS5, but... Oh, okay. Damn it. That's the thing about that game is that they separate it based
1: on what region or like what what you're playing it on. Cuz there's like a PC region, yeah. a PlayStation region, and an Xbox region, and they don't communicate. I hate that.
2: Nope. It it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh um other than that, that's kind of all I've been playing really. Uh Okay. You know, work work and everything has me pretty I mean, it's been a hot minute since we talked, so it's, uh, you know, I've, I've played a few things. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of chess. We have a chess night that we do every, every That's week. That's awesome. Yeah, you you do a lot of, like,
1: physical board games and stuff, which I'm a little bit jealous about. I don't have people to do that with right now,
2: although I, I might
1: soon. We're Getting our place finally set up with, like, hanging posters and everything, finally. Hell yeah, same. But any, anyways, back to the conversation. I do still have a lot to talk about, actually, because I've been okay, like a monster. Like my my gamer score leaderboard this week for the the Xbox is like,
2: I I am at least five times higher than the second place person. <laughs> like See this five... is this is really fun for me because most yeah. of these games I played like years ago on release and stuff. So it's like a trip yeah. down memory lane of like, oh, I remember oh. that game. Oh, fuck yeah. I'll tell you what's a fucking trip down memory lane. Do you remember
1: Feeding Frenzy 1 and 2?
2: God.
1: Feeding Frenzy. That is, um, I mean, it's worth the EA part alone just for Feeding Frenzy. <laughs> I mean, God, I love those games. What classic. And I played that on my original Xbox 360. So today.
2: good
1: those games they're so dumb you're little fish and you eat other fish till you become a big fish and then you eat the big fish too
2: Uh, oh and then you get bigger and then bigger and then bigger and then you die because you didn't realize there was a bigger fish coming It's
1: unfortunate the reality of the dog eat dog world that is feeding frenzy. However, you do get mm-hmm. good chiefs for playing. <laughs> and I love me some good achievements. <laughs> I forgot how much I love achievements. Oh yeah! <laughs> like a oh goblin, yeah! Grabbing them all. They'll up. hook you. Uh, I'm grabbing them up in Halo Combat Evolved in the Game Pass as well. Uh, I'm first time playing that as well. I've never played it before. Uh, oh really was, yeah very interesting experience uh i was like where are all the guns i like it's only this
2: <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> it's still very fun though i just had to get used to the plasma pistol at range it being the only oh oh option. man
2: plasma pistols. the primo it's like, primo i i if you used weren't, to be like if you weren't oh, repp- whatever, if you weren't pistol. repping the <laughs> fucking plasma pistol a <laughs> fucking battle rifle combo were you even playing Halo?
1: straight up though straight up uh and i plan to play all through all of the halo games again because i just i want to go through memory lane and my brother wants to play through halo 2 with me co-op uh and i have a bunch people of yeah. cool, like offering to play with me as well on that so i feel like it'll be fun to get a people involved in that as well um oh and then another game that i went through the campaign of uh definitely not star wars battlefront the first one the v- reboot but the second one <laughs> turn i i didn't realize the first one didn't have a single player i went in and i was like i was so excited i was like all right gonna play i went into a multiplayer match like where's the single player yeah
2: that's why (laughs) everyone hated it
1: yeah it's not good i don't like it actually i don't think it's very the second one on the other hand uh, for as much like flack as people gave it for being like a dice uh game that is essentially just battlefront but the star wars skin i thought that Mm -hmm. the campaign was really fun you play as like a person who starts out on like the dark side uh who's like a- essentially part of the empire and you're like on endor when the fucking death star is blown up in episode six uh oh fuck yeah and it continues there into like the sort of starting storyline of like the the new trilogy and so it like kind of ties everything together in a fun way and it's just like a, a fun romp i guess it i guess it didn't have like the ending to start out and it, it before it would be like you have to play yeah the multiplayer to get the rest of the, mul- the ending and then later they released like three final chapters to be like okay here's the real end <laughs> and so there's like an extra little bit at the end uh but i had fun yep. with that there's also a mode where you can become an ewok and hunt other uh people on the moon of endor and that part c- captured me for more time than i'm willing to admit uh <laughs> <laughs> just being a little ewok was very gratifying and uh running around. I also had to do it for like a daily quest and then I the <laughs> game <laughs> Like why, what's the bother of the daily quest and just playing anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah, and then one other Game Pass game that I did want to mention, uh you might not guess this one, uh Fallout seventy six.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: I played this game on release. I I should See, yeah, I played it before release when it was a beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a part of the beta for this game, and I I hated it. It was bad. It's a really bad game. It was very glitchy, and there was nothing to do. All of the NPCs I, I, it was exactly were what they
2: said it was going to be. I don't know why everyone was so disappointed. I mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> it was just it was exactly what they said it was going to be. The players had to become the population that they expected. All of the to fill out like a a full Fallout world somehow, just random mm-hmm. people farting around. And, like, I definitely get the vibe now of, like, what they were going for a little bit, but it's definitely nowhere near the scope that I think that they were trying to accomplish. The game now has a very friendly community because it's basically just the people that are, like, diehards for the game. Yeah. So if you walk up to anybody and ask them for stuff, they'll, like, just give it to you pretty much. and Just dump their
2: inventory on the floor.
1: Oh yeah, and it's really easy to just ignore people in that game. It's not like Rust, where you can just be killed by like higher level people. Uh, there's actually like a lot mm-hmm. of damage scaling until you fire back, and then it becomes like a duel.
2: Very uh, much like uh, the Division.
1: Yeah, I've I never played that game. I'd be interested to try
2: it. Oh, I fantastic heard it was... game, loved really?
1: it. Really, I heard a lot mm-hmm. of people that Very... it was all boring, but I don't know, maybe I might enjoy it.
2: It's it's I mean it's a co-op dungeon based looter shooters so like it's it's you know you need and, and by dungeon based i mean like world of warcraft dungeons not like diablo dungeons it's it is like you need a squad of four people you're strategizing to try to kill bosses you know you're it, it, it's very much in that that sense of like and and i get why a lot of people didn't like it because most people probably didn't have like a core group of four people that they were going into these raids with and doing it so Okay. It, it it wasn't as as world-oriented and more of like, this is this is a very good experience if you have friends to play with. Yeah. And that's like how, that sort of looter shooter kind of thing.
1: That's how Fallout 76 was at launch, where you basically had to be interacting with other people to have any kind of story content that wasn't a robot farting at you, trying to get you to do something. <laughs> yup. And that is still there. It's still the skeleton of that game, where there's still robots everywhere ordering you around to do stuff. But they also <laughs> added a bunch of people, and there's there's yeah. other things that you can interact with, and uh, I don't know. I'm a Fallout guy. I really love the universe and the lore, uh, so I can get really into that aspect of it. Uh, and Hell yeah. I'm kind of playing it more like a single player game, where my brother's occasionally joining me to like help with a story mission or something or other, and it's just been fun for that reason because uh, we're both big Fallout nerds.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's a fantastic franchise. I mean it's a great franchise with great world building with very uh underwhelming gameplay a lot of times. Yeah.
1: Well, I this is the thing though about Fallout 76 is that it's probably the best gameplay in the series now that they've like fully passion. It. it's not super glitchy. It's still like a little glitchy, but the fact that you can't pause I think is actually really good. Uh, I think that it adds but... a lot to the game because it makes it more immersed and it like adds an element where that's just something to assist you rather than being like uh, a positive world god mode sort of yes. thing. Yes, uh,
2: and I, I like I that absolutely aspect. agree with that. Um, I, I I will say though that like Fallout's gameplay has always been very not tight. It's very much like. It's a game that feels like it was developed in the early 2000s, and they've <laughs> not changed a goddamn thing about it. Like the movement Whoa. is still so bad, the fucking gunplay is still so bad. Like it's definitely it is, it is definitely
1: still a Creative Build Engine or, or whatever the thing is that they've been using since the 1990s. It's still running with the <laughs> yeah. same infrastructure. Uh, and it definitely still got a lot of those quirks. That, that's how Mirror's Edge felt a little bit to me, anyway. Even though that was apparently a new like Frostbite engine. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just like there were so many moments where like just physics would act in a weird way that you're not expecting and a guy would go catapulting into the air like in between some things and just starts glitching out. And those things are fun, but they are a little bit like, okay,
2: (laughs) you know, it's. It's it's really charming when it's like the first one or two games that a studio does, but when it's like the fifth flagship of a series that's been going on since the 90s, and it's like you guys haven't even fixed this, you're like a multi-billion dollar company that can't even fucking, like it's it's not charming at that point, it's just like very clear that they're just doing it because they don't want to change it. Fix the
1: game, game companies. <laughs> Spa- Space Jam A New Legacy wouldn't do this to me. You ever played that game? <laughs>
2: there's there's nothing fucking charming about seeing your NPC character run around with a train on his head because it glitched out and that was your solution two twenty years ago and that's what you're still using. God, is
1: that really is that what they
2: did? <laughs> did you have you not seen that have you not seen the fucking train dude? Oh god, no. Okay, I'm sending you a picture.
1: Well, I was just segueing <laughs> into the fact that I also played a tiny bit of Space Jam and New Legacy. because uh, I was playing a bunch of like random free games that were on the store that were like kind of just went off so you could download it because so i was just like what the fuck is this shit and honestly a pretty fun beat 'em up pretty basic hell yeah but like you could play as my Mi- uh is it michael jordan in the new one uh, lebron uh, james you yes can play as, yeah play as lebron Le- Le- yeah. james and bugs bunny and uh fucking lola bunny you play as those three and you beat the shit out of a bunch of robots and it's funny yeah. and, and it's fun and it's free. Uh also, for some reason, there are two Doritos games available for <laughs> download. Did you notice? Know okay. I there did are, not. There are two of them and they are both free. One of them is you can download them now, Doritos Crash Course. It is a game uh inspired by Wipeout, where it's like a 2D platformer where you have to get past a bunch of obstacles that are trying to knock you into the water. Uh okay. and you plays your little Xbox Avatar. The other one is Harm's Way. A game so bizarre where one person plays a forced turret segment where they can switch between turrets around a race course and their goal is just to kill the people racing. It, it's, <laughs> it's just a game where you you're play, like one person is playing as an asshole trying to get everybody else in harm's way. There's the title and then everybody else That's is just so trying to good. fucking race. Like come on. <laughs> what the fuck? I I I guess they were made for like a contest at some point, but the fact that they're still available for download. I love stuff like that. Whenever I get This console, sounds very love... sneaky. Yeah, it's just like Sneaking, actually. Especially the Doritos Crash Course one. It has very similar vibes. Where it's like licensed video game garbage, but it's also kind of charming in its own weird branded corporate way. Yeah. Yeah. I also huh. like, tried, like, all of the free pinball games that were available. That Pretty much all of them give you, like, a single pinball table to, like, fuck around in. Uh, love it. There was one that actually, like, lets you play a whole bunch of different arcades, uh, machines, like, a trial for, like, all of them. And what I, what I hate about that game is that it made me really fall in love with some cabinets that it only let me, let me play for, like, a tiny amount. And so I have to pay, like, $10 if I want to keep playing that cabinet. And to be fair, that is less than an actual pinball machine, but it pisses me off that they're charging that much, and it's inside yeah. the game. You can't do it in the store, so it's never going to go on sale. It's only some uh, sold inside the game. It's Oof. so bizarre. Uh, and there is one called Zakaria Pinball, which actually gives you a lot of options, but they're all super basic pinball machines. Like, there's a reason why you don't hear about Zakaria. You hear about like Stern. They're the yeah that, like, or something like that you know uh a- anyway uh m- my brother is a big pinball guy so he wants to take me up to like pinball bars and stuff he he really like oh, he fuck tracks, yeah he-, he tracks down like all like the-, the ones that he really really likes and finds places to play them uh, there's like, a couple in town that he-, he wants to take me to
2: that's so wholesome i love that yeah
1: oh pinball so it's i, I always have there's uh, a place in town with like a ton of really old machines like shooting gallery machines and old pinball machines uh it, it's just super fun the penny arcade in who springs if you ever have a chance yeah Yep. Great yep. love the penny arcade yeah uh oh uh i, I guess it's not on here
2: uh, uh i guess so, so i did send you a quick picture in your discord of the train hat oh. guy
1: uh, oh okay i'm gonna look at the train hat guy
2: uh, so the story behind this is the developers <laughs> couldn't figure out how to make vehicles work in the game.
1: That's how uh, vehicles work? they
2: wanted work? a train. And <laughs> so what they did was they just stuck a train body as a hat on this dude and then increased his speed up to train speed. <laughs> and then That's hit so him, disgusting. like, under the ground. So it's just a dude running with a train on his head.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
2: The things that game developers have
1: to do to jury rig shit to work, and that we never get to see—that's just out of you blows my mind.
2: Right. I mean, because it's literally
1: just like a dude in like a sweater vest and khakis with like a fucking <laughs> yeah, just, train for a head. What? A, what a beautiful! And it's like a massive train too. That would break his neck. That I, oh. I love video games. They're so dumb. It's uh, so great. It's so great. I a couple other games, I'll, I'll just do them all real quick. Uh, I played a couple of online multiplayer games. Uh, I played Spellbreak. Have you ever heard of
2: this one? Yes,
1: I played that a while back. Very solid game. Yeah, I, I play it pretty much exclusively because I saw it was made by Proletariat Games or something like that. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> my purview. Uh, and I actually really enjoyed it. It's like a battle royale type game uh, where you have like different magical powers you can combine takes a little while for a match sometimes especially if you're trying to do like anything other than the fucking battle royale mode yep uh but i thought it was really fun i also played split gate uh you ever played that uh let me look it
2: up real quick and see if i have
1: Uh, it's basically like halo
2: or like unreal tournament but with portal combined oh um i've heard of it it's one i wanted to try but i have not played it yet I highly recommend it so far. Uh, I have some really dumb clips of me shooting myself with
1: a rocket launcher by shooting a portal that was an enemy's right into my face. Uh, Fuck yes. It, it it That game has some really goofy bullshit that you can do, and it's just super fun and really easy to get into, uh, and it's free, so I would definitely recommend that one as well. Yeah, I'll have to uh, check that one out for sure. Yeah. Uh, another game that uh, I got into that was free, actually, uh, I don't know if it's free for everybody, if it was just for one week or something, uh, but the MX versus ATV Alive game and MX Unleashed, I've never played the no. MX series before, but I'm a big fan of what games like Freakstyle and the GameCube and uh, SSX, and it plays sort of similar to that, uh, but it's like motocross. Uh, and I've actually, I got into that, I was really into that for a little bit, and that got me into a little bit of a binge where I also bought uh, Trials Fusion uh i love trials in those games so i I was a little nostalgic for trying that again uh and i was enjoying that even though uh there isn't too too much content in that game it seems like i've just been going for golds and everything uh fair a lot of dlc in that book yeah then writer's republic is the other one that i've been playing on the series x because uh I played the beta on my PC, and it was only just barely able to play it, but being able to play it on, like, a nice, powerful uh, home console uh, it really, really w- plays the way that I feel like it should, and it looks fantastic compared to especially when I played it on the Xbox One. It was like a slug trying to make its way through a Van Gogh impressionistic painting. Uh, you know, beautiful in its own way, but not the kind of game that I can read and play. Uh <laughs> And and that game is basically just like combining every single extreme sport into one. If you've never heard of it,
2: uh, at least most of them. David, can, I'm gonna like, have to stop you for a and second. Ski and
1: snowboard, and... yeah. Tell me.
2: Um um, so I just have the Steam store up, you know. I'm just kind of like mindlessly browsing while we chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I just stumbled on something I need you to know exists. Oh, please tell me. Um, I'm I'm putting it on my wish list right now. So, uh, this is a game called Furry Hitler. <gasps> oh no i'm loading yeah. Steam to go look at this yeah 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 oh yeah you have to you have to look at this real time like oh no
1: oh no so, well, wait is it a visual novel like are you dating
2: Furry hitler uh n- you are playing as hitler reliving some of your best and worst decisions and seeing where those oh. lead you you know
1: i knew that Oh, it is it is a sexy game. Oh yeah, it's a it horny is.
2: game. It's a very oh.
1: horny game. I mean they, you know, Steam is really getting loosey goosey with what they're allowing on their platform, I must say. Oh, the, they these, they do not care. This is it is open season now. These are verified Nazi furry
2: titties. A hundred there in, is the the, the, the trailer has like the anal beads just ripping out and coming all over. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. With the iron cross and everything, great. <laughs> I, okay, I, I got to read you some of these positive reviews. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. We have, positive oh, no. review. Uh, Steam lets you upload anything these days.
1: This is why the uh, we have, have
2: lost. <laughs> <laughs> we have this other uh, recommended game by Harold Squarepans. Uh, 0.3 hours on record. This game makes me want to do what Hitler did in his bunker
1: what Her- and he's, his icon is spongebob wait no it no it's spongebob's dad it's his dad <laughs> holding the can of what is that fish flakes he's holding <laughs> fish flakes
2: <laughs> here we've oh. got here we've got a doom boy 64 with 0.2 hours on record Best Steam gift I have ever received. As a major history nerd, I can say this is 100% accurate representation of what the internal policies of the Third Reich were like. Unfortunately for Mr. Hitler, he spent too much time getting all the furry GEFs that he forgot to properly supply his boys on the front line, and that's why the Yanks and the Reds came knocking eventually. Speaking of which, I can't wait for the sequel, Furry Stalin. (laughs)
1: This review, I don't know if I should read it.
2: Oh, oh, hold on. We have.
1: Oh, okay. you, do you have a good one? I do. I just don't. I okay. I'm just gonna go for it. We can cut it out if we don't want it. Okay. Uh, as a Jewish male in 2022, <laughs> immediately this game has truly opened my eyes. Though I was forced to play it by a friend and found out that playing an offline mode doesn't count toward the time needed to leave a review, I now consider it. The most crucial 45 minutes in my 22 years of life. Like the light of God itself, this game has enlightened me to the struggles Hitler would have faced if he was a horny furry in the 40s. In the face of that, isn't $5 much too low? Isn't it nice to see such an underdog truly win with all the bodacious baddies he lands before he delves into his final hobby as a splatter painter? Ten out of ten. Beat my Jewish meat
2: to it again. <laughs> wow, that was a All lot. Right. That's uh, just I a just, lot to take in. Yeah, <laughs> I got just one, just one more here. One more here to end this okay, off. Okay, okay. We okay. have Vlad hashtag ruin golden something. I don't want to click on his name to see the rest of it. <laughs> uh, recommended game twenty three point three hours on record. Uh, 16.9 hours at the time of this review. A ghost put this on my PC. I do not condone this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's just trying to cover his ass for 16 hours worth of (laughs) furry Hitler. He probably left it on overnight. He's like, I do not condone what I have done. (laughs) Oh, what a fucking game. Okay. I am sorry that this exists and that I have alerted more people to it by talking about it. However, I feel like it needs to be said that Adolf is a sexy furry. <laughs> no one else is going to say it, so we have to have justice.
2: Have what, to... what better way to demean the legacy, though, right? like. I mean, that is true, actually.
1: It is kind of fun in that sense. So. Uh, the Avengers Republic is a game that has the worst dialogue I've ever heard in my life. It's so
0: bad. I oh feel like
1: no. it, it's it's like a corporate Ubisoft executive personally sat down with a writer and then ghost wrote all, everything, just like for like for the writers. So it just felt as corny and hackney and like let's party, dudes. Yeah. Oh my god! Could, it's it's trying to be like the 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 Forza thing where it's like a party all the time because it's like it's sort yep. of like Forza but for like mountain sports where you know you can mountain bike down a hill and then uh, teleport somewhere and jetpack and you know snowmobile and do crazy stunts and your uh, snowboard and it's got a lot of fun little things to find. There's little yeah. uh, special missions where you can get like unique. Uh, Writable stuff, like there's this one crazy uh jet ski that like makes you go at the speed of sound and you can get insane air off of jumps like it's great for just messing around and exploring and like if you ignore all of the if but you there's just, just so much bad dialogue to deal with just i mean it's basically just at the beginning right because it's just like oh, okay. a, a bunch of dialogue at the beginning that you can basically just skip and then you're just let out into the world. Anytime that there is not too bad. literally an NPC that is speaking, it is it is it is bad. But uh, at every other point in the game, it's just like a fun little nature uh, extreme sports simulator, and I I Hell find yeah. that to be a really really awesome vibe. Uh, definitely, if it's on a good sale, I think it's uh, worth considering picking up.
2: Good. That I mean, that's not bad at all.
1: Yeah uh oh Um, and i guess earlier i did mention dead rising actually i did want to mention that i did also play case zero and i'm starting to you ever heard of case zero okay uh i don't know if i ever played case zero i guess it was like an online downloadable only prequel to dead rising 2 that like adds a tiny bit of extra story where he's like trapped outside of las vegas in this like small little town yeah and he has to like build a bike essentially to get out and i i just like hooked a little 100 percent on that one because it only took me like six hours and uh hell yeah that's not too bad yeah it's a great uh way to get yourself ready for dead rising 2 uh just because i feel like the dead rising 2 opening kind of sets up frank to be like a bit of an unlikable protagonist to be honest uh where it's yeah like he's, honestly he's, he's not a he's not a great one <laughs> it's immediately like this man is living in a zombie apocalypse practically and he's just doing a game show where he's killing zombies for his daughter uh and, and he's constantly leaving her alone and it's just a little bit weird in that aspect but you play the first game and it's yeah like, okay well they had no choice they're here for a reason whatever <laughs> you know, it, it kind of justifies the story in that sense. But I'm I'm excited to finish Dead Rising 2. Uh, I'll come back on that. Hell later yeah! And Dead Rising other games I'll play soon. There's Dead Rising Case, uh, fucking Frank or whatever Case West. Uh, that like is another one that they added. That was like it's essentially an epilogue that combines uh, Dead Rising Two off the record and Dead Rising Two because of course they're two separate campaigns because that's confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they they really went ham with just the sheer number of Dead Rising Twos. It's it's more than most games should should allow. Like Dead Rising. Honestly,
2: 2- really, they they went fucking hard. <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel like there's there should be like a law or something, and they broke it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh you were gonna segue into
2: so that. <laughs> um I was just gonna segue into like uh we've been we've been we've been going for a hot like hour and a half. Do we wanna just like rapid fire w- w- the the end real quick here?
1: Oh yeah, I'm pretty much ready to go. Uh Hell yeah. yeah I'm I'm getting bit-
2: close to that time where I gotta get ready for bed, so.
1: Oh, I feel you. And I'm gonna get ready to play more video
2: games. <laughs> I'm Fuck gonna yeah. play I Muse, mean, I think. Hell yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> good good, good one that. to, like, <laughs> lull yourself into sleep by, like, getting just <coughs> fucking completely d- d- shit-faced on the motion sickness.
1: Oh, yeah. I, well, you know, I used to actually get my dad sick uh, by trying to force him to play Kirby Air Eye with me, and, like, I wasn't oh. get affected, and he would be like ready to hurl after two <laughs> seconds i i don't know if it's just like that i have like a natural capability of like not being affected by like motions and screens i also feel like vr doesn't affect me as much i don't know
2: i mean i I i just want to be clear i've never gotten motion sickness from mirror's edge but like i have never left that game thinking wow that was so that was a fun experience I, i've <laughs> always left playing it like i can understand why people would want to vomit their brains out after playing this I understand why I will never personally be able to do parkour. I just get it now. It's just too much. Like I, like I'm not motion sick from playing this, but I understand it now. <laughs> and and I, my my concept of Newtonian physics has reached a new level. I, <laughs> I it's like one. if someone just locked you in a completely dark, silent room and you walked out like, oh, I get a Fantasia now. Like I understand it.
1: Oh my god, I get it. You hit the wall and you run. It's just, oh <laughs> god.
2: Finally. It all makes
1: sense. What, they, uh, they, what what are we calling this? What what are we calling it? Bundle bitties? The bundle bites? Oh. Um I like bundle
2: bitties. Bundle bitties is nice.
1: Bundle bitties is nice, isn't it? It'll be a lot shorter yeah. in the future. This is a longer episode because there's a lot to catch up on, but
2: Yeah, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> yeah
1: uh well yeah. thank you for your time thank you
2: so, uh, i I appreciate <laughs> this this has been really nice
0: yeah i appreciate Just some wonderful you. little i love you I'm, I'm gonna
2: have some things to bring to the table next time i'm, a, I'm a, you know i got i subscribed to that game pass while we were talking and got some things downloaded so oh
1: really did did i finally yeah. sell you on it were you like all right I'm
2: do it <laughs> uh no boyfriend dungeon definitely did
1: Okay, yeah, no, that's totally fair. I mean, like, anybody
2: would sell out for a cool sword boyfriend. That's, like, a given. I mean, straight up, they had three games I've been looking at buying, and so I was like, well, I might as well just get Game Pass. <laughs> right?
1: Because it's just like, well, I could, like, spend
2: the money if I find, like, a used copy, or I could, like, I
1: don't know, buy it digitally. Uh, But I could also just play it right now for like a dollar for like the free Ultimate yeah, pass. Exactly.
2: So like yeah. stay tuned for my my talk about Boyfriend Dungeon Floppy Nights and Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator for sure. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear about the Organ Trading Simulator <laughs> actually.
0: I, that, that I, that I've been dying to play that true. game.
1: It looks so interesting. It also has mind scanners. Have you seen that one?
2: Yes, I had downloaded that one as well. Yeah, mind scanners look so cool. There's so much. Good it stuff looks very games. good.
1: Oh, actually, I forgot there was one game I forgot to mention. Hmm. Uh, this is like a, a a dumb aside, and I don't know if I'm gonna keep it in the episode. Uh, have you ever played Hydro Thunder?
2: Hydro Thunder?
1: Yeah, it's a game that was my favorite in the arcades. Where you play in like these no. giant jet boats, and uh, it was just like. I would always go crazy every time I was in the arcade, and I'd play it a ton, uh, and it came out like right around N64, PS1 era, so they did have, like, ports of that, which I found at the game store. I did end up buying a copy of Hydro Thunder, but they gave out Hydro Thunder Hurricane for free on gold right now. Oh, yeah, I know this game. Yeah, and, and this game is so cool. It's, like, uh, it's similar to the arcade version, but there's a lot more, like, side content and extra modes and unlockables and stuff, and so... That's actually another game that I've been playing, and I wanted to mention that just because uh, I do think that that game is definitely worth a look, even if it, you're not getting it through the uh, Xbox. Fuck yeah. yeah!
2: I uh, now now all I want to play is Pilot Wings, dude. <laughs> is
1: like N64 Pilot Wings?
2: Yeah, like N64 yeah. Pilot Wings. <laughs>
1: I oh, dude, we gotta just we gotta revive and play some N64 sometime. <gasps>
2: Yeah, I, I. Do I own that? I think I might own Pilot Wings still. I have to look at my N64 games. I don't know for sure. That's a long shot if I do.
1: <laughs> it's like the treasure trail, <laughs> honestly. N64 and GameCube stuff is so stupidly expensive right now. Yeah. Ah, but anyway. Fucking uh, inflation. <laughs> it, inflation, am I right?
2: In- inflation, oh my god. It, you, uh, you know, this is fucking. You know, ugh.
1: You, tube and just, hit, just pump it
2: and not, not even oh, get, oh wait what? get real big what? D- david what are you inflating D- david the economy <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't think that's I how i don't inflation know you. Much, david. <laughs> david, <laughs> david 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 <laughs> the, the economy is not your penis David. it's <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Shut up. laughs> <laughs> just my nickname it's just my nickname
0: All
2: right, that's a good note to end on.